The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Snell gets to Smith. Smith's going to dribble that left side and hit a nice little runner. There was a little ball screen there. Miranda Smith from about 12 feet away, elevated, hit the shot. Tonight, it's a Highway 30 battle in Sheldon as the Bulldogs battle the Gibbon Buffaloes. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Gruel try to get it to Ortgiesen. Bombeck knocked it away. The ball's loose and it'll be stolen away. Turnover. Falcons up ahead. Ullman, he's free. He'll score. Seven points now for Jaden. 36-21. The holidays are over and a second portion of the basketball season begins tonight with the squads looking to start 2017 off on a winning note. It's the Buffaloes and Bulldogs coming up next. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Shelton with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with new Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And welcome back to Shelton, everyone, for game two of tonight's doubleheader, our Highway 30 matchup between the Shelton Bulldogs and the Gibbon Buffaloes. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer Jeff Ekstrom, the girls' game. Gibbon was able to shut down Shelton offensively in the first half and cruise to a 49-27 victory here this afternoon. And once again, the uh, team's leading scorer for the season was the leading scorer tonight. Ellie Snell had 18. Bailey Rockefeller, the freshman, had 11. Now, uh, Shelton had a ton of different girls score, nine, but none, but nobody had more than five in the game tonight. Boys game, you've got a couple of teams that are looking to start 2017 on a winning note. We'll see if they can do it as we look at the starting lineups right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the Gibbon Buffaloes, number two is a 5'8'' senior, Freddy Lopez. Number three, a 5'8'' sophomore, Isaiah Gomez. Number four, a 5'10'' junior, Colin Dorzinski. Number 10, a 5'10'' junior, and that is Colin Nemock. Followed by number 12, 6'2'' senior, Devin Stroh. The head coach is David Benz, assisted by Jared Dorzinski and Scott Watkins. Gibbon is three and five. For Shelton, number one is a 6'2 senior, Jaden Ullman. Number 10, a 6'1 junior, Case Terry. Number 12, a 6'2 freshman, Marcus Lauber. Number 24, a 6'1 senior, Kyle Roche. And number 31, a 6'4 junior, Nick Arbogast. 
The head coach of the Shelton Bulldogs is Seth Jensen, assisted by Jeff Pohl. One and five for the Bulldogs, and those are the starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll tip it off in a moment. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, our New Tech Seed dealer near you. Ready to go. Given in the blue and uh, sheltered in the white. Our official Chris Morachik to chuck it in the air to get our boys game underway. And Gibbon will take the opening tip as they move from left to right. Carney High jumped out on Fremont 20-3 to after one quarter, currently airing on ESPN 1460. Shelton trying to stay with Gibbon in the man-to-man into Stroh. They double him out in the corner. A three-pointer. Gomez to start the game is too strong. And a push-off on the rebound. Called on Buffaloes trying to get the rebound. Looks like Franny Lopez, who got the board, shoved off to do so. And now Gibbon will put pressure on in the backcourt. And we'll see if they're able to handle it. Inbounds pass is tipped. And Franny Lopez gets the steal. And he'll make the layup. Took that tip about the top of the key, and nobody was able to get to him as Ullman throws it back in. We've got contact. We're going to have a blocking foul. That might be on Lopez. He might have two in the first 30 seconds here trying to jump in front of Kyle Raj. And right off the bench here for the Buffaloes is Nathan Holcomb, just a freshman. And Lopez is on the bench with two fouls in 30 seconds. So he was real active in those 30 seconds, but... The fouls really hurt him as Shelton drops the ball. It'll be their second turnover. And up ahead, going in for the layup and scoring is Dorzinski. Collins just about took too much time there as Shelton was closing in a hurry to try to block it. Into Ullman, the leading scorer here down the right sideline. And Gibbon just can't quit running into him. There's play in defense, and there's just getting in the way. And that's what's happened right now to Gibbon. Isaiah Gomez with the personal foul. Three fouls and 45 seconds here on Gibbon. Shelton will get it into Ullman at midcourt. Right back over to Kyle Rosh. Trying to play against his given zone. Ullman doubling him. On the high post, they'll get it to Arbogast. Back out top, then underneath to the baseline, they'll find the freshman lobber. Back out for a three. Roush all the way down and kicks back out. Long rebound run down by Lobber. So another chance here. High post, turnaround jumper is off the mark. Hits the rim twice. No good that time from Arbogast. And the rebound brought down by Devin Stroh. Stroh finds the trailer. The freshman is Holcomb. He'll be fouled as he takes it to the rack. So Gibbon wants to get out and run with a basketball and pressure you defensively and really make you feel uncomfortable. So far, they've kind of done that. The foul called on Nick Arbogast. First of the game on Shelton, and the free throw is up and in. For Nathan Holcomb. Five nothing out of the shoot here for Gibbon. And the second free throw is up, and it is in. So Holcomb hits them both, and a quick 6 nothing lead here for the Buffaloes. Shelton quickly gets it in to avoid the full court pressure, and Ullman has it out top. Kind of a 3-2 zone look here for the Buffaloes. 
Maybe even a box and one on Ullman, but more of a 3-2. They get it into Arbogast. He tries to dribble in the paint off the foot of a given defender and the third turnover here for Shelton. Stroh down the middle of the floor, pulls up the free throw line. Good defense by Ullman, made him shoot it over too strong, but an offensive rebound by Holcomb. Back out for a three-pointer, and that one is no good. Rebound pulled down by Arbogast. Up to Ullman. He's trying to get to the other end and lost the handle. So the fourth turnover, and now Stroh comes in, puts the shoulder down, takes it to the rack and scores, and we've got a timeout on the floor. Gibbon has come out very aggressive and with a lot of energy. It is 8-0, two minutes into the ballgame. Timeout Bulldogs brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. Glad to have you back along with us here, and let's see if the timeout will settle things down here for the Shelton Bulldogs trying to break the press. They do get into the front court to Lobber in the right-hand corner. He's going to just fire the three. It comes off the iron, no good. Ullman fights for the rebound, and we've got a whistle. Just seems like wherever Jay Nolman is, there's about three given defenders. And it's going to be called on the freshman Holcomb, his first and the fourth foul on Gibbon. So Shelton will take it out underneath their own hoop. Lob it up top to Case Terry. Over on the left wing, they'll get it to Roush. Off a high screen, he'll bring it to the right elbow into the corner. Back out to Ullman. Ball fake. Gets to the high post. Dumps it inside to Lobber. Kicks it back out for the three-pointer. Too strong for Case Terry, but an offensive rebound by Arbogast. They'll get another opportunity. Skip pass left corner away over the head of Marcus Lobber and Shelton. Even though they got a couple of offensive boards, End up turning it over, and they'll have to wait another possession here to try and get on the scoreboard. 8 nothing, given with the early lead for Coach David Benj's Buffaloes. Nemock, front court, takes it back up top to Dorzinski. Reverse it left side to Gomez. Into Stroh. Stroh against Ullman. Dribbles it off his foot. It rolls all the way into the backcourt, but it's not over and back because it was off of a Shelton defender, and it's picked up there by Holcomb. He'll try the same play to the left side off the curl screen. Wide open. Gomez at the free throw line. Got it stuffed. Arbogast came over to help. Now a three-pointer in the corner by Nemock is no good. And an over-the-back foul going to be called on Stroh. First on Devin and the fifth already here in the quarter. And again, Gibbons got to quit fouling. They're doing some good things, but five fouls in three minutes. And it's not like uh, they have 10, 12 kids that they're going to run in here depth-wise. Some teams can get away with it because they've got so many kids. That's not the case here. Inbounds pass comes to Arbogast. Back to Rosh. Rosh jump pass ahead to Ullman. Jaden looks for the cutter, gets it underneath to Arbogast. Ball partially tipped by Gomez. It's loose, out of bounds, off of Shelton. Case Terry trying to run it down. But it's given basketball. It remains 8 to nothing. 4.44 to go here in the first quarter of play at Shelton. Rivalry six miles apart here on Highway 30 East-West. But not in the same conference. Doesn't necessarily play all the time as the shot by Holcomb bounces off the rim. No good. And Arbogast has his third rebound. Rosh gets it into the front court over to Ullman. Jaden looking for his first shot. Thought about a long three. Goes back up to the top of the circle to Rausch. 
Back to Ullman. He'll take the three, and it's good. So Jaden Ullman hits the three-pointer here for the Bulldogs, and they are on the board with 4.15 to go in the first quarter of play. Holcomb quickly up the floor into the deep right corner to Gomez. Back up top, they'll go to Dorzinski. On the bench with a couple of early fouls was Franny Lopez, but he's going to get back in the game at the next horn. Holcomb unguarded at the top of the circle. Crosses it over and back up to Dorzinski. Into the paint to Stroh. Forces the issue. Gets it underneath. Got the defender in the air, Isaiah Gomez. Ball fake. Didn't shoot, so they'll take it out underneath. But he got the Shelton defender into the air, and he landed right on top of him. That goes on Lobber, the freshman. His first foul. So back in will be Freddy Lopez, and now Kyle Nate, big freshman, checks in there. He had to play a lot of football, and he's in there now. Short jumper on the inbound. Stroh, no good, got his own rebound. And then just checking in for Shelton, Ben Bombeck, I think, got him on the foul. And that's exactly the case. And at the line to shoot two will be Devin Stroh. Has a bucket. And it's been a couple of minutes since Gibbon has scored. They were up 8-0 two minutes into the game. And it's still 8 on the board with 3.47 to go in quarter number one. Stroh misses the free throw. He is disgusted. He walks a long way away from the free throw line then comes back to get the ball for his second free throw. On the way, and it's too strong. And a rebound grabbed by Bombeck, who committed the foul. So Bombeck will... Get rid of the basketball to Ullman. Ullman with Dorzinski on his hip. Drives the double team. Swings it around. Tries to get it inside to Arbogast. It's knocked away and goes out of bounds to Gibbon. Sixth Shelton turnover. And when you look at Shelton's offense, it has struggled to 41 points a game, and they did not have a lot of success in the holiday tournament. And you look at Ullman, he's getting you 14 points a game, then it's Roush with seven, but they need some help because teams have started to double Ullman and take him away. Three-pointer, Nebach comes up short for the Buffaloes, and the rebound down to Ben Bombeck. Bombeck looks down the floor to Ullman, but the numbers aren't there. He makes the pass, but it's two on four. Ullman tries to make something happen. Stroh blocks the shot, and they're going to call a travel. So... Shelton thought it should have been a jump ball. Some of the fans did. And it could have went either way. But uh, if it had been a jump, it would have been Shelton's ball. Three minutes to go as the scoring has stopped here for Gibbons, so they need to focus up again. Stroh at the high post, got the defender in the air. Ullman's able to regain his place on the floor and put a little pressure on. The floating shot no good by Nemock. Rebound brought down by Shelton. Going coast to coast is Kyle Roush. He throws up a wild shot and it went in, but... They say no, that was after the foul was committed. Back into the ball game will be Gomez and Holcomb. And Gibbon, who is struggling right now offensively, Coach Benj is going to call the timeout after the foul on Colin Dorzinski. 2.42 to go here in quarter number one. But it's been over three minutes since Gibbon has scored. They lead at 8-3 here at Shelton. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. 
A final down in Minden. The Minden girls edge the Adams Central girls 41-40. to Boys game will be coming up in a little bit on the breeze, 94.5. Carney boys are playing Fremont on ESPN 1460. They are up big going into the second quarter. Out of the given timeout, Shelton basketball. Ullman dribbles into the double team, kicks it out to Bombeck. Jump pass through the zone. Onate knocks it away. It's loose on the floor, and it'll be crabbed there by Holcomb. Another Shelton turnover. Holcomb all the way to the other end, out of control, and got bailed out with a blocking foul. Shelton had it defensively. They had him. And then Arbogast moved at the last second. He was solid for about three seconds and then turned the shoulder and gets his second foul. Nathan Holcomb back to the line where he made two earlier in the quarter and strokes this one home. That's the first point in three and a half minutes for Gibbon. But Shelton only has one bucket in that time. And Daniel Romero will check in. So uh, Romero, Bombeck, Ullman, Roush, and also Arbogast on the floor for Shelton. Second free throw, Holcomb spins out, no good. And Ullman will grab his first rebound. He'll be able to bring the ball up the floor, kick it over on the left wing. Romero, 15-footer, no good. Rebound, Franny Lopez grabs it. Lopez down the sideline. They trapped him, and he dribbled it off his foot. And that'll be the first turnover of the game for the given Buffaloes. And Shelton will get it in the front court. Put it in the hands of Ullman. Against the zone, which is more of a 2-1-2 now. Over to Bob, or to Roush. Back up top. Ullman just trying to find something to get a shot away. He's got the only bucket, a three-pointer. Now Lopez sees the pass coming. Steals it away. Two-on-two. Leaves it off for Holbert, who makes the layup. Or Holcomb, excuse me, who makes the layup. 11-3. As Ullman up the floor, and Lopez is fast as well. He'll pull up, shoot the three. In and out, no good. Romero does a good job to get the rebound, but he's off balance. And we're going to get three seconds called. He was just in a bad position. That's a bad break there for Daniel Romero. Romero went up high. He got the rebound. Then he's right underneath the hoop with three Gibbon guys on top of him. He's got his hand on the floor, knows that he can't move, or he's going to get called for the traveling. And a just three-second call was an obvious one to make. So the bus back on offense. Lopez down to Stroh on the post. Gets deep. Turnaround jumper from five. Hit the front of the rim. No good. Rebound brought down by Roush. Off to Ullman. Long pass into the deep left corner to Ben Bombeck. Back out to Jaden. Ullman. Bounce over to Bombeck. Minute 15 to go in the first quarter. 11-3 in favor of Gibbon. Now Bombeck lets a three go, and he knocks it home. Even a little contact on that one. So both buckets for Shelton have been from beyond the arc, but they're only down five, and Gibbon throws it away, trying to go over the top of the pressure. Just their second turnover, and Nemock will come back in for the Buffaloes. At halftime, the Carney boys lead Fremont 34 to 15 on ESPN 1460 AM and com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Ullman on the crossover, lost it, and then fouls the shooter, Colin Nemock, who's going in for the layup. And Nemock will go to the line to shoot two, and that is the 11th turnover of the first quarter on Shelton. And yet they're only down five. So if they can take a little bit better care of the ball, they've got a shot in this one as Nemock's free throw is up and in. His first point of the game, fifth different Buffalo to score in the first quarter. After a little bit of a break, Stroh comes back in, and now Colin Dorzinski does. 
Onate checks out, and Lopez with a couple of fouls. They'll set him back down. 52 seconds to go. In quarter number one, the second free throw. Nemock too strong, and a rebound comes out to the big fella, Kyle Roush, his third. And he'll bring the ball up the floor, fire it into the corner to Case Terry. Back to the trailer, Ullman for the three. It's just a tad short. Offensive rebound, Stroh blocks the shot underneath of Kyle Roush and will come the other way. Into the corner, Nemock, 30 seconds to go. Posting up Stroh, he's open underneath, and he gets mugged. They've done a good job of double-teaming him, but when they got the ball to him, there was really nobody on him, and the foul will be called on Ben Bombeck, his second and the fifth, sixth on Shelton. We've had a lot of fouls called here, six on each team in the first quarter. And Devin Stroh will go to the line. He missed a couple earlier. Has been held to one bucket so far. The team's leading scorer cannot get the free throw to go. Four Stroh on the season. He and Lopez right there around 10 points a game. Technically, I guess Lopez about a half point higher. Stroh's second free throw won't go. Ullman will get the rebound. And Roush will run it up the floor, right sideline, back to Ullman. On the right side, they get the three-pointer from Kyle. It's going to be no good. Long rebound comes out to Holcomb, and we're sprinting to the other end until the ball gets poked away from behind by Case Terry. 13 seconds to go in the first quarter. 12-6. Given we've been on a terroristic pace here up and down the floor, just not as many points to go along with it. They get it into Stroh. Stroh with a little head and shoulder fake, able to turn, lay it up, and in. And that will bring us to the end of the first quarter of play. The Given Buffaloes jumped out 8 nothing and have maintained that lead 14-6 after one here on Classic Hits. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the Dent Poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value long. Surprised that the Dent Popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The Dent Popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the Dent Popper north of Railroad on 1st on the Bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Back in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. We go to the second quarter. It'll be Shelton basketball, but they trail 14-6. to On the right wing with it is Marcus Lauber to Ullman. Dribbles into the double team, kicks it out of the wing, and Terry can't handle it. That is the 12th turnover for Shelton. Gibbon had two in the first quarter, but they were four of ten from the free throw line. So both teams have had their issues in the first eight minutes. Overload right side for the Buffaloes. Bounce pass down to Stroh. Trying to power his way up. Dribbles it off his foot. He's stuck in the lane. Ball stripped away. Coming away with the steal is Kyle Roush. Third turnover for the Buffaloes, and Kyle will bring it into the front court. Stop between the circles and give it off to Jade Nolman. Both buckets by Shelton have been from three. One for Ullman and one for Bombeck. 
Five points for Nathan Holcomb. Leads the way for Gibbon. Trying to fire it into Romero, and it's behind him. And out of bounds it goes. So a little stagnant right now offensively for both teams. Have to figure if one of them gets it going, maybe the other will follow along. Gibbon definitely wants to run. Romero knocks it away. Tried to get it into Stroh. Good play by Romero. Now up to Ullman, and he gets fouled. Looks like this will be on Colin Dorzinski. And it could be a long second quarter because both teams are in the bonus. This will be the first trip to the line, however, for Shelton. None of the previous six were on the shot, while for Gibbon, five of the first six were. And Ullman's free throw is good. Again, some makeup games still to come for Shelton. They've got to play on Monday night against Lawrence Nelson. They are busy next week with three games. And the second free throw up, and it is good. So Ullman hits them both, 14-8 Gibbon. A minute gone here in the second quarter of play. Top of the key, Dorzinski open. Starts to drive and kicks it out to Nemock. Back on the wing, Gomez for three. And that goes flying by, and it's going to go out of bounds. So Gibbon is 0-5 of 5 from three-point land. Shelton is 2-8. of 8. So far in a basketball game. And Ullman trying to step through the double team. And as he does, they sandwich him in a foul call. So more free throws coming up. And this might have to be the way Shelton does it until they can find a way to get the ball in the hole. Devin Stroh with his second personal foul. So we trot to the other end. Set to go now for Ullman, who was just there. And he'll put the free throw up, and it rolls over the rim and in. So he'll get the bonus again. Checking in will be Franny Lopez for Gibbon. And now the second free throw for the senior, Jay Nolman, on the way. And that's right through there all net. Four in a row for Ullman. The first four points of the quarter belong to Shelton. And now the buzzer buzzed, and I think everybody got caught looking around. Lopez didn't. He takes it in. His shot is no good. Romero will grab the rebound here for Shelton. Still looking for a two-point bucket. Two threes and four free throws, and they're only down four. Ullman draws the double team. Then the give and go. Ball gets knocked away. Ullman thought they lost it, and he turned his back, and then they did lose it. That's not going to please Coach Jensen. At the other end, Lopez high off the glass. No good. Stroh gets the rebound, and they're hanging on him. One and one coming up for Devin Stroh. That'll be his third rebound of the basketball game, and the foul will be on Jaden Ullman. That'll be his second. Stroh's free throw finally got one to go. He was 0 for 4 in the first quarter. 15 to 10, Gibbon. You're listening to High School Hoops on KKPR-FM. Carney, Gibbon, and Shelton, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Stroh hits them both. He's got six points, and it's 16-10. to 10. Up the floor, just hanging on to big fella Roush. Finally, the ball tipped away, but it was like Isaiah Gomez had left the floor for about 20 feet and was just being carried by Roush. Who's going to take the three off the inbounds? It's off the mark, no good. And the rebound comes out to Dorzinski. Lopez releasing the other way, but nobody saw him. And now they'll have to get the offense set. Nemock in the right-hand corner against the Shelton man-to-man. Off a couple of picks, they'll get it to Lopez. Looking inside, he carried the ball. He was going to make a bounce pass. While he was dribbling, he was going to make a bounce pass into the lane. And it didn't look like it was open, so he said, I'll just keep dribbling. 
And the official was right on top of that one. Fifth turnover for the Buffaloes. Shelton actually has numbers here for a moment, but as they try to throw it back, they turn it over as well. And then Ullman hustles and gets it back at midcourt. So they're either bad passes or good defense, and now a charging foul as Roush lowered his shoulder and ran right over Stroh and then didn't try to help him up. That gets a few groans from the crowd here. So maybe the rivalry a little more spirited. We talked about the girls' game. They're only six miles apart. Some of these guys play baseball together all summer. Other sports, they've grown up together. A lot of that summer stuff you do when you're little, you get bigger teams this way. And more kids to participate. Shelton Gibbon, they're battling here. Up top with it, Holcomb. 16 to 10, and it's been a while here for Gibbon to get a bucket, so trying to change it is Nemock, and he'll hit the 14-footer on the right baseline. And the lead back to 8, 18 to 10. Roush out of control, throws it up to Ullman. Somehow he got it, drives, layups, no good. Ball is tipped down and grabbed by Gomez on the dead sprint, but there was nobody but white jerseys waiting. Holcomb, ball fake into the lane. He loses the handle, picked up by Romero. The ball is still loose. It's going to go out of bounds off of Shelton. Each team used the timeout in the first quarter, and boy, it has definitely changed here. Gibbon was out 8 0 in the first two minutes. They've scored eight points in the next 10, and now we've got a foul away from the basketball underneath on Gibbon, and that is Devin Stroh, and he has just picked up his third personal foul, and he'll come out of the game, Colin Dorzinski. And it looks like him and Roush may have a little something going here. <laughs> Roush just ran him over, and and, uh, Stroh got a little something back at him at the other end. Kyle Roush reached in and knocked away by Nathan Holcomb. And it'll be Shelton basketball. Left elbow, Devin, or excuse me, uh, Marcus Lauber back out on the wing. Terry, he'll try a three. No good. Rebound comes down to Nathan Holcomb. Holcomb, coast to coast, tries to draw the charge, but it's going to be a block. Count the bucket. Roush got there, but just a split second too late, and that'll be his second personal foul. And Nathan Holcomb making his third trip to the line. Six in a row for Gibbon. They're up 20-10. to 10. Free throw up, and it's good. Freshman looks pretty good out there for the Buffaloes. 21 to 10 against the full court pressure. Ullman gets it, and as he gets it up the floor, they've got numbers three on one. Romero a little late trying to get it to Case Terry, and it's going to be knocked away. And Shelton will have to get back defensively and not in time as Nebach lays it up and in. So Shelton had cut it to four, and now they're down by 13. Roush jump pass over on the wing to Terry. Case deep left corner, bounce pass into Romero against 0-8, turnaround jumper, and it's good. Nice play by Daniel Romero. It's the first two-point bucket of the game, and it comes at the 4:05 mark of the second quarter. Now Holcomb's out of control and lost the ball at the other end out of bounds. It was a playground move there where you just took it right at the hoop no matter who was in the way. 23-12, Gibbon coming up at the half. We'll have the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Look at the first half stats, a recap of the girls' game, which given one 49-27. Ullman against the pressure, tries to make the long pass to Romero, but Romero moved just as it came his way. And you can just tell the frustration 
right there on the Bulldogs by both Ullman and Romero. They had the play, and then it didn't look like it was going to happen and turned over to the Buffaloes. Gomez with the basketball, off the curl screen, top of the key, swings it right side, Nemock for three, won't go. Rebound, 0-8, the big fella underneath is fouled. He'll go to the line and shoot two. Kai grabbing his first board of the contest, and the freshman will step to the line. Foul's going to be called on Romero, his first. Tenth foul of the half on Shelton. Nine have been whistled on Gibbon. We still have 3.36 to go. Free throw, 0-8, good. 24-12. Gibbon has it doubled up right now. Coach Ben's going to go a little deeper down the bench. If this free throw goes, and it does... Now Nate will check into the ball game or check uh, make the bucket, and then checking into the ball game is going to be Chase Middleswart for Gibbon. 25-12 Shelton. Roush tries to get it in to Bombeck. Back to Roush. It's stolen away right underneath the middle swart. He'll lay it up and in on a nice play by Dorzinski. Dorzinski with the steal and the assist. Middleswart with the layup. And trying to get it up the floor too quickly. Shelton turns it over and Coach Jensen. Sees the frustration. He's got to get his boys calmed down. With 3.26 to go in the first half, Kibben 27, Shelton 12. You're listening to High School Hoops on Classic Hits. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! Aurora Cooperative wants you to be part of the A-Team. At Aurora Cooperative, we believe in our owners, value their equity, while running a competitive cooperative on their behalf. We do this by proactively putting owners' equity work every day. It's a cooperative building on new-age collaboration, forward-thinking in their ideas, which yields best-in-class results for our owners on their farm or their cooperative and ensures their future. To learn more about what it means to be an A-Team member, contact us at auroracooperative.com or stop in and see your local Aurora agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work. Glad to have you along with us for tonight's High School Hoops on Classic Hits. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, back to action. Given basketball, leading at 27-12 with 3.20 to go before halftime here at Shelton. Dorzinski using the screen to the left elbow. On the screen and roll, middle sword, it's behind him and it's loose, and Ullman is able to get out of there with it to the other end. He is fouled, and the layup spins off the rim. Boy, he about fought through that foul from Nathan Holcomb. That'll be his second. Ullman, who has made his first four free throws, will get two here. As they settle it down and get everybody on the free throw lane, we'll see Ullman put the free throw up and in. And he has eight of his team's 13 points. Lopez will check in for Gibbon. Now also checking in is Nima. Coach Penge decides to make a couple changes here. And now the second free throw for Ullman. Jaden puts it up and in. Six of six at the line here in the second quarter for Jaden Ullman. But again, needs some help. 27-14. Gibbon leading it by 13. 
As we approach the three-minute mark and now go under it, Lopez on the left wing, guarded by Ullman, who poked it away. Lopez gets it back, now uses his dribble up, tries to throw in the corner, and Bombeck runs over. Colin Nemock, who will go to the line and shoot two because we are in the double bonus. For Ben Bombeck, that's his third. He has three. Ullman, Roush, and Arbogast have two. Stroh has three for Gibbon, two on Holcomb and Dorzinski. Might not have anybody left if they keep this up. Nemox free throw, good. Five and a quarter, six in the game for Nemox. And now the second free throw. On the way, and that one spun out no good. Middleswart tries to get the rebound, but it will be Arbogast to grab his fourth. And then the outlet pass knocked away and out of bounds. Gibbon just continues to pressure the basketball here for Coach Benge who are looking for their fourth win of this season in the first games after the holiday tournament. Gibbon saw a couple of good teams in Elm Creek and Kozad over at the Elm Creek tournament while Shelton was down at Silver Lake. Here's Ullman off the screen for the three. It's too strong. Rebound. Romero fought for it. He's going to get it out of bounds at least because Gomez was standing out when he touched the basketball. So Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. Holding it, looking, looking. Finally, Roush throws it up top to Romero. Catches, shoots. The 18-footer is no good. Offensive rebound. Bombeck underneath. He'll score. Ben Bombeck with the offensive putback. 28-16. Shelton trying to scratch a few more points before halftime and get back into the ball game. Down by a dozen. Isaiah Gomez, top of the circle, tries right side. Oh, my, one of the... Players falls into the crowd here. That was Ullman. Went for the steal, and he had to hurdle the bench. And then he ended up in the seats, and he gets back out there. You see that on the two once in a while. You end up in press roll, and then you got to find a way to get back on the floor. The ball ends up going out of bounds off of Shelton. So Gibbon will get the basketball underneath. Good hustle, though, by Ullman. They'll get it in. Left wing to Gomez. Gomez back all the way out to the center circle to Nemock. And Nemock will set it up. Looks for some help. Dribbles right. Now left. Hands it off to uh, Gomez. Off the curl screen. And he gets hammered. And his shot goes in from about 16 feet away. He curled off the left elbow. Shot from the right elbow. Romero ran him over for his second personal foul. And Isaiah Gomez gets his first points and a chance at a three-point play. Terry re-enters for Shelton. And Romero will check out. So a chance at a three-point play. Isaiah Gomez rolls off the rim. No good. Middle Swart won the battle for the rebound. Put back. No good. Then they may call him over the back. Yes, they do. So good hard work for Middleswart, but we're going to shoot some more free throws at the other end. That's his first foul. And Nick Arbogast, a chance for his first points of the ball game. Double bonus both ways. And still 146 to go here in the second quarter. Ullman, Bombeck, Arbogast, Roush, and Terry on the floor for Shelton. Free throw is up and in. First point of the game for Nick. Then you've got Onate, Middleswart along with Gomez, Dorzinski, and Nemock on the floor for Gibbon. Second free throw, too strong, and then over the back, Ullman just got his third. 
And boy, no time's running off the clock. We're committing fouls on free throws. Some of it's discipline, and you can tell that that has affected the games a little bit and the wins and loss totals. Kai Onate, who hit a couple earlier, gets to go back to the line and shoot two more. So the freshman takes a couple of dribbles, puts the free throw up, and it is going to sit on a rim and fall off. Our Sarah Care Hospice moment of the game is probably all these free throws. Sarah Care, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones. When they need the right care at the right time, Onate hits the second free throw. Shelton gets the ball in quickly, runs to the other end. The runner spins off the rim for Bombeck. Roush gets the rebound. He'll throw it up no good. And Middlesworth will get the board for Gibbon. Gomez brings it across the timeline. A minute and a half to go. 31-17 before halftime. And a travel called on Gibbon. That'll be their seventh turnover of the quarter. Ninth of the game here for the Buffaloes. Still a minute 23 to go here. And a lazy pass turns into a turnover. And going in, Dorzinski, he'll make the layup. 33-17. I was just going to say Shelton gets a bucket or two before half. They're in business. Arbogast takes a quick shot at the other end. No good. And Nemock has the rebound now. If Gibbon scores, they've got the ball back. And they can really double the score up. Bounce pass to Middleswart. Back out to Nemock. A minute to go. Third, Second quarter, 33-17. Nemock working on Bombeck, who lunges at the ball and knocks it out. Close to picking up his fourth foul. He's already got three, it appears, on my book. And maybe it's only two. I don't know. Coach is running out of options. A lot of guys have... Two and three fouls. 0-8 off a couple of screens. Left wing three is on the way. No good for Gomez. And Jade Nolman will get the rebound deep in the defensive corner, though. Long outlet pass to Kyle Roush. Pulls up for the three in transition. The shot is no good. Dorzinski gets the rebound and loses his balance. A foul call. Shelton hit a couple of threes in the first quarter, but they've missed all four of their attempts here in the second quarter of play. And the third foul called on Nick Arbogast. At the line will be Colin Dorzinski for the first time. He's got four points, a couple of rebounds, and now he's going to get a couple of free throw attempts. And the first one is in. Second one coming up for the 5'10 junior. On the way, and it is too strong. Rebound to Ullman, his fourth. Jaden will push it up the floor. They try to double him, so he just comes to a little stop and finds some opening to bomb back in the corner. Back out to Ullman, 20 seconds to go in the half. Skip pass is tipped in another turnover. 21 in the first half for Shelton. Gomez up top with it with eight. Trying to go one-on-one here against Terry. Four seconds off a couple of screen. They set it up for a long three at the horn. That is good for Colin Nemock. Eight in the quarter for Nemock, and he hits the first three of the game for Gibbon. And Gibbon able to close the half on a 6-0 run to go up 20. 37-17, Gibbon leading it here at half over Shelton. When we come back, 
the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Laser Tech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. Laser Tech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. Laser Tech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With Laser Tech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how Laser Tech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day to some winning isn't everything it's the only thing others say it's not whether you win or lose it's how you play the game but everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win plus the personal service of steve Barinol, tino martina tm sporting goods on the bricks 2217 central downtown carney tm sporting goods a division protein design Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. And welcome back to Shelton. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ron Blaze and the entire crew here, as always, for their hospitality. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It is 37-17 in favor of Gibbon. Went on a little run there to uh, extend the lead. It looked like maybe Shelton was going to cut it to 10 or 9, and Then turnover, 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 points, 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 some from the free-throw line, and uh, Gibbon now has the lead by 20. In the girls' game, Gibbon was up 20-4 to at the half and won 49-27 to over Shelton. Shelton had nine players score, but nobody with more than five. For Gibbon, Ellie Snell, their leading scorer on the season, had 18 points tonight. Bailey Rockefeller had 11. And then uh, eight points for Miranda Smith in the contest as well. So there's what we had in the girls' game. Gibbon improves to a 4-6. and six. Taking a look at the uh, schedule coming up for these ball clubs, for Gibbon, they will go to Ord on Friday. Then they host Blue Hill on, or Broken Bow on Saturday, and Blue Hill comes in one week from tonight. For Shelton, they're going to be busy. They go to Deschler on Friday, then a Monday makeup game here at home with Lawrence Nelson. Then Arcadia Loop City, whose boys are off to a very good start. They come in uh, one week from tonight. Then a week from uh, Friday, they go to Ravenna and then have Red Cloud and Amherst at home on the 16th and 17th and go to Wood River on the 19th. So all kinds of makeup games. Uh, The Lawrence Nelson and the Red Cloud games are both on Mondays, and those are both makeup games here for Shelton. So they are going to have six games in ten days. And that's going to be tough on anybody. And the Bulldogs trying to find a way to win, but maybe they catch a little fire and uh, can run off some good games in those contests. Right now, though, the offense has struggled, and they're continuing to struggle. And they're going to have to find some help out here for Jaden Ullman, who is 6 of 6 at the line, has 9 points, and that is 9 of the 17. 
Also, a couple other scores from earlier. The Minden girls outlast Adams Central by a score of 41-40. to Adams Central boys were up 10-7 after one. They're in the second quarter right now on the breeze, 94.5. The Kearney High boys lead Fremont after three by a score of 45-26. to And even in wrestling, Northwest, a winner tonight over Seward. We've got some wrestling Saturday afternoon here on Classic Hits from the finals of the Amherst Invitational, and we'll get underway somewhere between 3 and 4 is usually when the finals begin, so we'll have all that for you here on Classic Hits. Basketball Friday, Kearney Catholic hosting Grand Island Central Catholic. Uh, we'll also have Kearney boys basketball, boys and girls basketball Saturday at home against Lincoln Northeast. More action coming your way Friday and Saturday, so stay with us for all of that. We'll take a break and look at the first half numbers of our game, Gibbon 37, Shelton 17, right after this. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Kearney Catholic wrestling team a winner tonight in a duel over Central City, 39-36. to So another one for you to pass along from the wrestling mats. And a Class B boys top 10 matchup, York leads Gretna at the half, 32-24. to We're here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. And let's take a look now at the first half numbers for Shelton. Jaden Olman leads the way with nine points. He's six of six at the line. He has four rebounds. Ben Bombeck, five points, three rebounds. Marcus Lauber has a rebound. Daniel Romero, two points, two rebounds. Kyle Rausch, five rebounds, but hasn't scored yet. Nick Arbogast, one point, five rebounds, one block. Thirteen rebounds in the first quarter, seven in the second. All of the free throws came in the second quarter. Three points, shooting two of eight in the first, 0 of four in the second. Turnovers. That's just killing Shelton, 11 in the first quarter and 10 in the second. Fouls, my goodness. Arbogast, Ullman, Bombeck all have three. Romero and Roush have two. Six points in the first quarter, 11 in the second at the half, 17 points, 20 rebounds, seven out of eight at the free throw line, two of 12 from three-point land, one block, and 21 turnovers. For Gibbon, Fanny Lopez, two points and a rebound. Isaiah Gomez, two points, a rebound and a block. Colin Dorzinski, five points, two rebounds. Nathan Holcomb, eight points, three rebounds. Colin Nemock, nine points and a rebound. Devin Stroh, six points, three rebounds, two blocks. He was on the bench a long time with foul trouble. Chase Middleswart, two points, two rebounds. Kyone, eight, three points and one rebound. Five rebounds in the first quarter. Nine in the second. Free throw shooting. Four of ten in the first, eight of twelve in the second. Three-point shooting, the only one they made was right before the halftime buzzer. Turnovers, two in the first quarter, seven in the second. Foul situation, Devin Stroh with three. Franny Lopez, Colin Dorzinski, Nathan Holcomb, all with two. Fourteen points in the first quarter, 23 in the second, and at the half, 
The Buffaloes have 37 points, 14 rebounds, 12 out of 22 at the free throw line, 22 free throw attempts in the first half alone for Gibbon. They are one of eight from three-point land, three blocks, nine turnovers at the half, Gibbon 37 and Shelton 17. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Second half action is next. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Another interesting score to pass along at halftime on the breeze, 94.5. Minden leads Adams Central 17-14. to That's at halftime of the boys' game earlier. Minden won the girls' game 41-40. So check that out on the breeze, 94.5. Here, Gibbon will get the ball to start the third quarter of play. And with that late run in the second quarter, they're up a comfortable 20, 37-17. And they'll get right after it here against the Man-to-man defense running off some screens on the left elbow. They were successful doing that from time to time in the first half. Didn't work this time, so they'll reset with Nemock handling the basketball. Handed off on the right wing to Gomez behind the arc. Drives, puts up the runner from 11. Too strong. Ullman in traffic. Does a great job to save the basketball and scoops it off to Kyle Roush, who tries to get it to his teammate Marcus Lauber. Given all over him again, we had all those fouls in the first half. Let's see if the Guys do a little bit better job here in the third quarter. Ullman, step back three, got it. Jaden with his second three of the ball game, and that breaks a streak of six straight misses from outside, 37-20, to 20, and a good start for the Bulldogs. Top of the key with it is Dorzinski. Swings it over to Lopez. Lopez drives the right baseline and has it stuffed by Ullman. It went out of bounds. He was trying to grab it and tiptoe the baseline. Time for our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. As we get the ball in here for Gibbon, and we'll break that down here in just a moment. Kick it out to Gomez. He'll try to answer with the three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Ullman. Again, our Seeds to Success. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed dealer, three-pointer at the other end. Tear puts it up, no good. Rebound by Franny Lopez, and he always wants to sprint, but he lost the handle on Arbogast. We'll pick it up back to Ullman, picks it up from 16, no good. Nobody went back to play defense, and it'll be grabbed there by Kyle Rausch. They just assumed they were going to score, and eventually they do with Nick Arbogast getting his first bucket. And the first five points of the third quarter belong to Shelton. Now Lopez hustles down. Reverse layup off the window. No good. Rebound brought down by Case Terry. 
And for our success, Gibbon cannot get complacent with the big lead, and they have to stop fouling. You cannot allow Shelton to score from the free throw line when you're down that many. And, of course, Shelton needs to stop fouling as well, but they've got to handle the basketball. Just a little more patient as Roush takes a bomb of a three. It is no good, and there is just a over-the-back, no-doubt-about-it foul on Shelton. The fourth on Nick Arbogast. Colin Nemock had him boxed out. And so with his fourth, he's headed to the bench, and Ben Bombeck will come in. 5.49 to go here in the third quarter. 37-22 Gibbon. Gibbon has yet to score in the second half. Checking in was Nathan Holcomb. Stroh dribbles to the right elbow off a couple of screens. They get it to Holcomb. Can't get the three away. Ullman on him. Has to be careful. He's got three as well over to Nemock. His shot came up short. Getting a hand on it, Case Terry, and the rebound to Ben Bombeck. Shelton gets another bucket here. Maybe they get some momentum going. They've had a chance after getting the first two. Over to Ullman. He's open. He's going to try the three, but it is short. And tries to follow his shot into the corner. Lose people on the floor. Fight for it, and it's going to be Holcomb to get out of there with it. We'll head the other way. Baseball pass to Stroh. He'll miss the layup. Rebound brought down by Bombeck. From the floor, Stroh ties him up, but he can't believe that he missed the layup. And we're going to have a time here by Gibbon. Coach Ben's just seeing some things that are not pleasing him out of the halftime locker room. 5.02 to go. In the third quarter of play, it is Gibbon 37, Shelton 22. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. Life is better with a boat, and the time to buy is now. Buzz's Marine's 39th Annual Used Boat Show is January 7th through the 14th. We offer the state's largest selection of premium used boats, and they are indoors for your viewing pleasure. Get out of the cold and get ready for summer. Head to buzzesmarine.com today to view our used inventory now. Come see us January 7th through the 14th, the best eight days to buy new to you. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Out of the given timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, Shelton Basketball. Trying to get a longer run going. The five were good. They get it to Roush on the right block. Turnaround jumper is over everything. And the rebound brought down by Nemox. So Shelton's had about four trips to get it closer to the 10-point mark and have come up empty. Nathan Holcomb with it. Yet to score in the third quarter. They clear it out for him. Off the screen. Drives. Draws the double team. Dishes it back out of the corner. Nothing there for Nemock to Stroh. Stroh works on Romero. Nice dish off the middle swart, but can't get it to go. And Daniel Romero with his third rebound. Out to Bombeck. Also out there is Terry, Ullman, and Roush. Bombeck tries to force his way inside. He does, and he scores. Got the defender on his hip. 
and was able to make it work. Now Romero into the front court, knocks it away, but cannot quite control it. Gibbons got a two-on-two, so they take a three, and they hit it. Nemock hits his second three, the only threes that Gibbon has made, and that'll make it 40-24. to 3.53 to go. Romero open at the other end again. Turnaround jumper comes up short, and middle swart. We'll get the rebound. Romero steals it back, but then a double dribble before he can make the layup. Well, Romero is definitely hung right in there, and that's the first turnover of the half for Shelton, saying something after they had 21 in the first half. But for them, it started well, and they just aren't making up enough ground as the clock continues to click here with 3.40 to go in the third quarter. 40-24, to 24, given Nemock for another three. And so Gibbon doesn't score for almost four minutes, and then they score six, which basically equals what Shelton had done. And now Bombeck comes all the way, tries to force up another one, and it won't go. Gomez gets out of there with the basketball. Up ahead, the ball is loose, and we're going to get a travel called on Gibbon as Holcomb ends up on the floor. The pass just too far past his outstretched hands. 43-24, Gibbon with 3.15 to go. Third quarter of play earlier tonight. Gibbon won the girls' game 49-27. to Ellie Snell led the way with 18. Here's Holman. One-on-one against Stroke. Nice dribble. Puts it up from 10 and hits it. Well, that was a quick crossover for Jaden Ullman, who has 14 of his team's 26 points and a travel at the other end. Again, Gibbon going a little too fast. They want up-tempo. They want pace. They want to move, but been a little out of control from time to time. That's their 13th turnover. That run at the end of the second quarter just has put Shelton a little too far away. Even when they make a run, they're still down 15 points. Ullman, crossover this time, has to bounce it into Romero. Looks for the give and go. Daniel, turnaround jumper, well defended, shot no good. Rebound to Nemock. Nemock trying to bring it all the way up the floor. Hits the trailer, Dorzinski. Good pass through the paint underneath. The layup is good for Nathan Holcomb, and he draws the foul. Real good ball movement that time by the Buffaloes, and it ends up in a layup. Beautiful pass that time. And checking in Lopez for Gibbon. And for Shelton, Marcus Lauber. The foul was called on Romero. It is his third. Just the second foul of the half, so both teams doing better taking care of the ball, at least Shelton, and the fouls both ways. Holcomb hits the free throw, completes the three-point play, and the freshman has 11 points. 46-26, to 26, long pass. Shelton throws it away. So the Buffaloes will get the ball back. On KKPR-FM, Kearney, Shelton, Gibbon. Highway 30 matchup tonight. Gibbon's getting the better of it. Winning the girls' game and a comfortable lead right now in the boys' contest. With it up top. He's going to be Lopez. Good crossover. He wants to shoot, so he drives the lane, scoops it with a left hand, and scores his second bucket of the night. 48-26. That is now the largest lead, and it was just about 90 seconds ago that Gibbon hadn't scored. They were shut out for about the first four minutes, and then they score 11 points here in just over two minutes. So very streaky as Shelton called for the carry. Buffaloes have a chance to add more to it. Up top, Ullman trying to knock it away. He does knock it away. Now he scoops it up. He's heading to the other end for the layup, and Jaden will score. 
just about didn't get away from Holcomb. And Ullman was seven in the quarter, and now trying for more. He just picked up his fourth personal foul. So Ullman has four. Arbogast on the bench with four. Bombeck and Romero have three. And they're just going to leave Ullman in there with a minute 40 to go in the third quarter. 48-28 goes for the steal. Bombeck knocks it out of bounds. The Kearney High boys pick up a win at home. They roll Fremont 65-38. to Fremont's about a 500 club, too. Here's an off-balance throw-up by Holcomb that's no good. Case Terry will have the basketball. Up the floor, no white jersey, so he hits Roush the trailer. Runner from the free throw line is no good. Ball tipped, and Nemock will grab his fifth rebound. He'll wait for the traffic to fly by and give it off to Gomez on the wing. Another three, and this one is good from Nathan Holcomb. Six in the quarter, 14 in the game, and that is three straight threes that Gibbon has hit. A minute to go, no-look passes to nobody but Gibbon. So Shelton now has started to turn it over. Here's Holcomb, 360, bounce pass underneath the Dorzinski, and he'll lay it up and in. And when Gibbon scores, they do it in a hurry. Now trying to go coast to coast and drawing the contact is going to be Marcus Lobber. He'll get two free throws. Franny Lopez picks up his third foul, but that's the first foul of the half on Gibbon with 44 seconds to go in the third. Remember, Lopez picked up two fouls in the first 30 seconds of the game, so he's been clean since then. And Marcus Lauber will go to the line. Looking for his first point of the evening. It's up, and it's spun out. Stroh back in for Gibbon, as is Zach Ewalt. Final 45 seconds of quarter number three. And now the second free throw on the way, and that bounces too strong. Rebound, fought for, Ben Bombeck's going to get the offensive board out to Ullman for three, and he got it. Jaden with his third three of the game. He's got ten points in the quarter, 53-31. Given 30 seconds, Lopez for three. It's good. Four straight threes are in for Given, and they lead it by 25. Up the floor again, trying to make something happen. Ullman for three off the pass. From Lobber, it looked like Lobber was going to go all the way in again and then just turned and kicked it back, and Ullman's three this time is no good. It's going to go out of bounds off of Gibbon. 15 seconds to go. And Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. Looking, looking, lob it out top. They'll get it to Marcus Lobber. Lobber puts his shoulder, drives into the paint, kicks it out to Bombeck. Nine seconds. Back underneath Roush, turnaround jumper comes up short. Rebound brought down by Devin Stroh. Devin Stroh, midcourt, long pass tipped away at the buzzer, and we go to the end of three quarters of play with your score, the Gibbon Buffaloes, 56, and the Shelton Bulldogs, 31, here on Classic Hits. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Ready for the final quarter of play on this Tuesday night, the opening night of the 2017 basketball season, or portion of it, here in Shelton. Beautiful new gymnasium, just a second year. Glad to have you with us. All given, though, they've made the short trek down the road, and looks like they're going to sweep the doubleheader as they're up 56-31 and get the ball to start the fourth quarter of play, but it's stolen away. Marcus Lauber forces the 15th turnover on Gibbon. Up the floor, tries to find Romero, who tips it to Ullman in the left-hand corner. Ullman, ball fake, overload on the left side, back out to Lauber, lobs it into the paint, Roush, turnaround jumper from 12, off balance, no good, and Romero is over the back of Isaiah Gomez, and Daniel has picked up his fourth personal foul. It is only the fourth foul of the half. Only one's been called on Gibbon. And pushing the ball up the floor here is going to be Nathan Holcomb. He's got 14 points, and Colin Nemock has 15 to lead the way for the Buffaloes, who hit their last four threes of the quarter. And now we've got a foul away from the basketball. Going to be called on the illegal screen of Isaiah Gomez, his second. For Shelton, Jaden Olman scored 10 of his 19 points in that third quarter. It was also 10 of the team's 14. He's got 19 points, the rest of the team 12. Makes a good crossover, looks for more. Now decides to kick it out. Roush, a deep three, and it's off the iron, no good. Ball tipped around. Romero battling for it. It goes out of bounds off of Gibbon. So one thing, we've said it a few times already, but Daniel Romero, the junior, has really been hustling out there. It has stood out in this basketball game, fighting for every loose ball. He's going to get the inbounds pass in the right-hand corner. Give it off to Terry. Leave it back for Lauber on the right wing. Overloaded there, finally to Ullman. And has to come over and take it up to Kyle Roush. Looks for the screen. We're getting another illegal screen, and I think that's it for Romero. So we had an illegal screen on both ends, and that's it for Daniel Romero. He is fouled out of the basketball game. With 6.59 to go, Daniel had two points, three rebounds, quite a few steals. So he's out. Ullman and Arbogast each have four fouls. Here was seven minutes to go. And Bombeck will check back in, and he's got three. So given basketball, Shelton trying to put some pressure on, but with all the fouls, that might not be the best idea. Bounce pass underneath, got to Ray... Uh, Got to uh, Ewalt, who missed, got his own rebound, missed again. And then it's pulled down by Case Terry, punched out of his hands. It'll stay with Shelton. Give it up 25, not really sure the point of the press right now. Because they weren't necessarily doing this the whole game. Pushing the ball up the floor will be Ullman. And Stroh's able to knock the basketball away. Picked up there by Ewalt. 26th turnover for Shelton, but only the fifth of the second half. And now Stroh flies into the paint and gets fouled. He didn't shoot the ball, so it will not be free throws. Kyle Roush with his third personal foul. Sixth team foul. Back in for Gibbon, Nemock, and Onate. 
Stroh's going to check out. So is Gomez. And Gibbon will get the ball underneath their own hoop. Lob it into the right corner to Onate. Running Lopez off a bunch of screens to get him to the top of the circle. Then he fires it back over to Holcomb. Nathan dribbles into the paint, loses the handle. It's on the floor. The steal is made, and Shelton will pick it up and go the other way. They don't have numbers. Ullman doesn't care. He takes it all the way in. It rolls off the front of the rim. No good. Onate gets the rebound. He'll get it up to Nemock, and he'll wait for traffic to fly by. Down on the low block, Ewalt. Roush blocks the ball out of bounds. Given fans thought maybe a foul, but they're going to end up getting the basketball. Still nobody has scored here in the fourth quarter. We've played two minutes, 56-31 Gibbon. Lopez has to look underneath, nothing there. He goes to the safety valve up top in Nathan Holcomb. Looks for the screen from Ewalt, hands it off to Nemock. He'll try the three. That one is going to be short, so after making four in a row, Gibbon misses that one, and Roush will grab his seventh rebound. He'll bring the ball up the floor to Ullman. Has a three, takes a three. It's too strong. Bombeck outfights everybody for the rebound and gets the easy putback. Ben Bombeck with the first points of the fourth quarter. 56-33. Shelton reaching. They're letting a little bit of it go right now. In the corner of three, Nemock off the mark. Rebound 0-8, turnaround jumper. No good. Rebound pulled down by Roush. He puts his head down and off to the race as we go. But again, it's one on five. So he goes to Lobber. Back to the trailer, Bombeck tries to step through the double team, out to Roush for the three, it hit the front of the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Onate, and then he's fouled, and that's it for Jaden Ullman. Shelton's leading score fouls out with 5.09 to go in a basketball game. 19 points, six rebounds, and one block shot, and he will leave with, with 5.09 to go. And now we're in the one-and-one. One. So the fouls have been kept at bay. And then here in the fourth quarter, Shelton comes out and just starts slapping at it and gets called for a couple of fouls to get us to the bonus. That's the seventh foul of the half on Shelton. Two have been called on Gibbon. 5.09 to go in the game. 56-33, Gibbon. And Onate at the line to shoot the one-and-one. One. It's good. All four of the points of the big fella have been from the line. The freshman is four of five so far. And back into the ballgame, Chase Middleswart for Gibbon. Second free throw, 0-8. It's short, and the rebound will be grabbed by Marcus Lauber. Into the hands of Ben Bombeck. Bombeck's now going to have to handle the point a little more with Ullman on the bench. He'll give it to Roush out at the top of the circle over on the left wing to uh, Erickson Ramos, who is in. Pass tipped into the backcourt and run down by Roush. Clock runs with 4.45 to go in the game. Roush, crossover, pulls up for three, but it's too strong. Heads the other way, but Bombeck is able to get another offensive board here. He's got eight boards, and then they don't pick up Terry, and he's fouled. They lost Case Terry, and he's going to go to the line to shoot two. Franny Lopez with his fourth personal foul. Terry's first free throw attempt of the game. He has not scored yet. Shelton 7 of 10 at the line. And the first of two is no good. In the ball game for Gibbon is Ben Wiley and Alex Lopez. And Coach Benj put a few of the boys down on the bench. 
Get them ready to go to Ord Friday. Second free throw for Case Terry is up, and it is in. 57-34, Gibbon. Four and a half to go. Staying pretty intense here in this rivalry. Middlesworth picks up a bounce pass that is going to be taken to the rack and then blocked out of bounds from behind by Marcus Lauber. I don't know how Middlesworth got the ball in the first place. And now Coach Jensen's going to go to the bench for Shelton. And Kyle Ween and Cameron Berglund are going to see their first action. Again, there were no JV games tonight. So nobody has to worry about that and a lot of these guys seeing their first action now. Give it basketball. Alex Lopez with it. Gets it into the hands of Nathan Holcomb with 4.20 to go in the game. Gets it over to Wiley. Back up top to middle. Swartz swings it over to Holcomb. He's got the three. Oh, that just slipped right out of his hands. It was way over the rim. He's had some good shots. And the rebound brought down by Ramos. Up the floor to Bombeck. He'll get to the free throw line, jump stop, takes another jump, puts it up, it rattles around, no good. Offensive rebound and fouled on the putback is Kyle Ween. So he'll get two free throws. And kind of when we got deep in the bench in the girls' game, we had a lot of stoppage of play, a lot of fouls, a lot of held balls. And we'll see if that's the case here in the boys' game, both being aggressive. The foul was called on Ben Wiley, his first. Two free throws now for Ween. The freshman puts the first one up. No good. Ewalt back into the ball game for the Buffaloes, and Onate will check out. And the second free throw. On the way, and it is good. So Kyle Ween gets one of two. 57-35, past the midway point of the fourth quarter as Nathan Holcomb brings it up with a left-hand dribble. Off a couple of picks, they'll swing it over to Alex Lopez. Looking for somewhere to drive. Does one-hand runner from eight. No good. Rebound brought down by Ramos. He'll get it to Bombeck, and Gibbon just keeps reaching. Bombeck brings the ball up the floor all the way underneath, comes to the jump stop, and lays it up and in 11 points now for Ben Bombeck. 57-37, that's his second bucket of the fourth quarter. Holcomb gets it down on the low block. Ewalt's right there, spins away from the hoop, then leans inside. Shot no good. Middleswart gets the rebound, and he'll be fouled. Foul is going to be called on Cameron Berglund, his first. And two free throws now for Middleswart, who made a bucket back in the second quarter of play. He was in the right place at the right time when Dorzinski made a steal and dished to him. Free throw is no good. Second one coming up. Chase will fire this up. It just grazed the front of the rim, ends up on the floor, and Gibbon gets the rebound here with Alex Lopez. Gets it underneath. The short jumper no good. Middleswart gets another rebound, turns, can't get it to go, and it'll be grabbed out of there by Ben Bombeck, and he's going to be fouled. Going to be on Alex Lopez, his first, team's fifth. 308 remains, given 57, Shelton 37, given only one point so far here in the fourth quarter of play. Shelton has six, so they haven't made a big dent in the deficit. They were down 20 at half, got five quick to start the third quarter, and then it just sat there. And when Gibbon scored, they score in a hurry. Bombeck again forces his way in, and Ben hits the leaner, the freshman. Six in the quarter, 13 in the game. And Gibbon turns it over at the other end. Long outlet pass. Ramos got behind everybody. He goes in for the layup. We might get a timeout here from 
Coach Benj, 57-41, just a couple of avoidable errors there from the Buffaloes. But we were talking uh, Gibbon can go three minutes without scoring and then score like 11 points in 90 seconds as Ewald is fouled late coming off the pick. Berglund just got tripped up and kind of lost his balance and fell into him. But since we're in the bonus, Ewald will get to go to the line to shoot the one-and-one. Checking in for Gibbon, Logan Middleswart, and also checking in will be Chase Kapik. Kapik checks in, waiting to check in, is going to be Sam Kuchera. And the free throw hits the front of the rim, no good, so he'll keep waiting. And the rebound brought down by Berglund. 2.20 to go in the game. Midcourt with it will be Lauber. He'll come down the lane. Scoop shot. Sets on the rim. Won't go. Ball being patted around. It'll be Alex Lopez to come out of the mess with it. And he'll wait for the traffic to die down. Up the floor. Dishes it off on the right wing to Logan Middleswart. Tries the baseline. And he's cut off there by Ramos. Needs some help. Gets it to Ewalt. Finds the opening. And Zach will put it up and in. 59-41. Minute 50 to go. Three for Ramos for Shelton. In and out, no good. Ball bounces around, and it's going to head out of bounds off the miss three. And now Kuchera gets to check into the basketball game. And the ball was last touched, they say, by Shelton. 141 to go. And the ball will go to Ben Wiley. He'll bring the ball up the floor and advance it to Logan Middleswart. Up top, they'll go to Capic. Over on the wing, the three-pointer by Wiley is no good. Again, nobody grabs it cleanly. It always has to end up on the floor, and the rebound brought down by Colby Sutton of Shelton, who has also checked into the ball game. 59-41, Gibbon in control since halftime. A minute 10 to go. With it is Kyle Ween, gets to the high post, tries to make a pass, deflected away. Ramos tries to run it down, but it goes out of bounds. That is one thing Shelton has done. They have done a much better job with about the same kind of pressure taking care of the basketball. They had 21 turnovers in the first half. That's just their sixth of the second half, and that's what the bench cleared right now. Also in there for Shelton, Charles Cessna. As Gibbon has the basketball driving is Ben Wiley. His shot no good. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touched by Shelton. So for Gibbon, you've got uh, Capic in there along with Ben Wiley. Kuchera, they'll lob it in to Wiley. He'll take the jumper, no good. Kuchera got the rebound. His putback won't go. And then we're going to get a tie-up by Kuchera and Charles Cessna. The arrow points the way of Shelton. Shelton will throw it in. Cessna to Ween. Also in there is Erickson Ramos along with Cameron Berglund and Colby Sutton for the final 45 seconds. Wayne pushes the ball up the floor with a right-hand dribble. Turns and hands it back off to Erickson Ramos. Ramos sees a seam, takes it all the way in. Kuchera blocked it, but did they say they got him with the body? I guess so, with 30 seconds to go. Sam with his first personal foul. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming up next. All the final stats, coach interview. So stay with us here on Classic Hits. And PlatteRiverPreps.com. Again, our internet streaming. Podcast of the games up almost immediately after we sign up, sign off. PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. The first free throw by Erickson Ramos is good. The second free throw is no good. And Kuchera will grab his third rebound in short work. 25 seconds, long outlet pass to Lopez. He gets into the lane, lays it up and in for Alex. And he gets in the scorebook. 61-42. Still 15 seconds here for Shelton to maybe get another shot. Ramos brings the ball up the floor. Bounce pass over to Colby Sutton. Sutton tries the baseline into a triple team. He needs some help, and he has it taken away. With four seconds, the ball is going to roll out of bounds off of Gibbon. So uh, Shelton has one and a half seconds to maybe throw up another bucket here. Let's see who they look for. They will lob it in right wing. The three-pointer at the horn is no good by Charles Cessna. And that's the end of the basketball game. Gibbon jumped out with a nice little run at the end of the second quarter to take it from 12 to 20, and were never really threatened after that. Uh, Gibbon, a uh, slow start to the third quarter, but Shelton could get no closer than 15. 61-42, Gibbon now 4-5. and five. Shelton falls to 1-6. and six. We'll have all the numbers on the New West Postgame show after this. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. LaserTech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. LaserTech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. LaserTech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With LaserTech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how LaserTech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day and welcome back to Shelton High School again a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you area athletics throughout the season no matter what the sport is and athletic director Ron Blaze and the crew here for their hospitality it's time for the new West sports medicine and orthopedic surgery post game show certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary no matter the activity New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And despite scoring just five points in the fourth quarter, Gibbon is able to win it 61-42 to here over the Shelton Bulldogs. And let's take a look at the final numbers. Shelton had two guys get the majority of their points. Ullman Bombeck, 32 of the 42. We talked about it pregame. We talked about it at halftime. We talked about it throughout the game. That has been where... The uh, Bulldogs have struggled is getting some offense going in the first half. It was because they kept turning the basketball over, and then they got into some foul trouble. 
and uh, weren't able to do a ton outside of that. Jade Nolman did lead the way tonight, 19 points. He fouled out with 5.09 to go. He was a perfect 6 of 6 at the line. He had 6 rebounds and a block. Ben Bombeck, 13 points, 9 rebounds. That was the team high. Charles Cessna had a rebound. Case Terry, 1.3 rebounds and a block. Kyle Ween, 1.1 rebound. Marcus Lobber, 2 rebounds and a block. Cameron Berglund had a rebound. Erickson Ramos, 3 points, 2 rebounds. Daniel Romero, Hustled all over the place defensively. He was chasing down a ton of loose basketballs. He had two points and three rebounds and fouled out with 6.59 to go. Kyle Roush didn't score, but he had eight rebounds and a block. Colby Sutton had a rebound, and Nick Arbogast, three points, five rebounds, and one block. 20 rebounds in the first half, 22 in the second half. Free throw shooting, seven of eight in the first half, three of eight in the second half. Three-point shooting for Shelton, two of 12 in the first half. 2 of 11 in the second half, but they missed their last seven attempts. Turnovers for the Bulldogs, 21 in the first half. They cut that down to six unofficially in the second half. The Bulldogs had 17 points at halftime. They scored 25 in the second half to get right at their season average, 42 points, 42 rebounds, 10 out of 16 at the free throw line, 4 of 23 from three-point land, five blocks, 27 turnovers. Shelton now one and five on the season, and as we said, they're going to get busy. On Friday, they go to Deschler, and then next week, they host Lawrence Nelson in a makeup game Monday. Arcadia Loop City comes in Tuesday, and then a week from Friday, they go to Ravenna, and then they'll have Red Cloud and Amherst at home on the 16th and the 17th, but they play five games in eight days. They're going to be a tired bunch, but one of the good things is a majority of those will be at home. We'll look at the final numbers for Gibbon right after this on the New West Post Game Show. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on Classic Hits. Let's take a look now at the final numbers for the Gibbon Buffaloes. And we will start with uh, Franny Lopez, seven points, two rebounds. Isaiah Gomez, two points, three rebounds and a block. Colin Dorzinski, seven points, two rebounds. Nathan Holcomb, 14 points, four rebounds. Colin Nemock led the team tonight with 15 points. He hit three threes. He had five rebounds. Devin Stroh, six points all in the first half, four rebounds and a couple of blocks. Zach Ewalt, two points and a rebound. Alex Lopez, two points, two rebounds. Chase Middleswart, two points and five rebounds. And Kyone, four points, four rebounds. Sam Kuchera had three rebounds. 14 rebounds in the first half, 21 in the second half. Free throw shooting for Gibbon, 12 of 22 in the first half. And then they were two of six in the second half. 
Three-point shooting, one of eight in the first half, four of nine in the second half. Turnovers, nine in the first half and eight in the second half. The Buffaloes had 37 points at halftime, 24 in the second half, 61 points, 35 rebounds, 14 out of 28 at the free throw line, five of 17 from three-point land, three blocks, 17 turnovers. Gibbon improves to four and five with a 61-42 win here at Shelton. They'll go to Ord on Friday. They're home against Broken Bow Saturday, and a week from tonight, they're home against Blue Hill. So really... After Friday night, both these teams have quite a few home games in the month of January. And, David Benge, it's always nice not to have to start the uh, cold bus at this time of the year and go on the road. Uh, streaky, that would be the word for tonight. Uh, you you came out and, and, and played uh, your aggressive defense, but offensively it was real streaky. You'd have three, three minutes uh, where you wouldn't even score, and then uh, like the third quarter, 11 points in the next a minute 45 after that. So... How do you categorize what you saw tonight? Uh, it was a little sloppy. Um, overall, I was I was pleased with our effort and our energy at times. I thought other times we kind of went in that lull again. We've been kind of struggling with that all year where we go play great and play low and play great and then play low again, and it's just kind of they're all over the map. Uh, it's something we've been struggling with all year. Tonight we had some guys step up and really lead us tonight because – some of our main guys didn't have it tonight and uh, got in foul trouble early. And you know what? We had guys step up, so that's a nice problem to have. What about that? Uh, because you, you can lose the flow of the game, and now you're coaching. You knew as a player. I mean, it's Gibbon Shelton. Is is yep. the rivalry still still there? Does that play into it? Because it was pretty aggressive both ways, and sometimes that's how all the fouls get called. You know, this year's kind of been a little different. Um, we go into every game thinking that it's a lot more about how we play our game. And what we do, rather than the other team, even you know, even we play Adam Central, some of these other really good teams, it still has a lot to do with what we do um, on our end. If we don't come out with the intensity and the effort that we need, it doesn't really matter what the other team does because when they play hard and you don't, you're going to lose. That it's a pretty simple game that way. Um, so tonight, Shelton, um, they made some shots, and the credit to them, we didn't make shots. So. Uh, luckily, we had those spurts where we, we played really hard and got some easy ones, and that was kind of the difference in the game. What about your defense? I mean, you really shackled them. I had them for 21 in the first half, not near as many in the second half. I think they got it. both teams kind of got it under control a little bit more in the second half, but they came out, kind of pushed you right there to start that third quarter, but uh, you put that run on. What about your defense? You know, the whole year we've been kind of sitting in zones, deciding who we are. Um, we want to play man. We like to play man, but there's times where our effort's just not good enough, and we, we sit back in zones, and then our effort goes down again, and that's the thing we're struggling with the most this year is our guys, at times, they just they don't understand. They're not going as hard as they think they are, <laughs> and, and you know when we finally turn it up, they have fun. They score points, and it's fast, and they like it, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what we're trying to get to, guys, the whole 32 minutes, not you know 26 minutes or 20 minutes of it, and we're making progress. Um, we made some good strides. We didn't get any wins over the holiday tournament, but we definitely made strides in that category. We, we finally had a game against Cozad where we played 32 minutes as hard as we could play. We just didn't get the job done, but they felt what it felt like to compete for 32 minutes. And, you know, in my two years, that was a big step for us as a program is understanding what it looks like to compete for 32 straight minutes so that you can compete with those good teams. And you saw a couple good teams uh, at the holiday tournament as well. Another minute here with David Benz. You kind of st- 
touched on it at the very beginning of our chat here. Maybe some of the younger guys or your six, seven, eight guys like a Nathan Holcomb coming off the bench really contributed. What about some of the younger guys on this team? You know, even when even our sophomores, they didn't play a lot of minutes last year. So you go from freshman, sophomore, JV level, and then all of a sudden you're in a varsity game against, you know, teams like Elm Creek, Cozad, Adam Central. Those teams are good, and they're older teams that are experienced. You're kind of growing on the move, and you're kind of learning on the move as well. And I guess you could call them growing pains. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they're kind of starting to figure it out a little bit. And um, – We'll see where we go from here, I guess. Well, you go to Ord. You, know, you go to the motherland uh, this weekend. And then Broken Bow, who maybe is uh, a little bit better than people thought they were going to be, uh, they come to your place. Uh, you got Donovan, Amherst. You've got some, you've got some teams that it know how to score. It ain't easy in the Loop That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, in the Loop Platte, you don't show up, you're going to get beat up on. And uh, adding Amherst to that mix isn't going to help anything either. So, yeah, we got our work cut out for us. We better show up and compete or it's going to be ugly. That's for sure. Well, it sounds like you've got them pointed in the right direction, according to your thoughts. Uh, we're we're what trying. You told us here. We're right. trying. Dave, we'll see you later in the month, man. Appreciate it. That's the head coach of the Given Buffaloes, David Benz. They win it tonight by a score of 61 to uh, 42. And we'll see. Uh, I know Coach Jensen was going to make his way up here, but I know with it being home, I saw him. He's going to do some work, and we'll see if he pops back out here. Uh, we'll give you a, a one more break and uh, give you some updates on some scores and wrap it up right after this. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. Another couple of final scores to uh, bring to you here. It was Grand Island Central Catholic boys beating Northwest tonight, 49-28. Adams Central able to come back and beat Minden, 39-35, the final score there. Earlier tonight, the Minden girls beat Adams Central, 41-40. The Kearney boys beat Fremont tonight, 65-38. And with a couple minutes to go in a statewide game, it is uh, Gretna trailing York by six with two minutes to go. So, uh, they got beat by Aurora in a great game in the holiday tournament. Now York might clip them as well. Uh, here it was given 61 and uh, Shelton 42. And Shelton coach Seth Jensen joins us. And Coach, uh, what we talked about before the game, what we talked about last month when we saw you, is uh, finding a way to score enough points. I think the effort was there. We talked about it with Coach Benj, maybe too much effort with the fouls and, and the turnovers in the first half trying to keep up with their pace. But uh, just not enough 
kids able to get the ball in the hole for you. Ullman uh, does what he does, and then you had a lot of you know, Bombeck and Romero. Romero defensively, Bombeck offensively really put their head down and went after it, but just not quite enough of it yet for your squad. Yeah, we're, we're really struggling with scoring points right now, and uh, we're still – we're still trying to understand the offense a little bit as far as that goes and taking being patient on offense as well to find that right shot. Um, you know, we don't have a, a lights-out three-point shooter this year, uh, so that kind of hurts. So we got to score most of our points in the paint, and just ball movement is what we need to work on. What about it? Because obviously the points didn't come in the paint for you tonight, and it's not like Gibbon had a 6'5 guy trying to deny, the, to deny things to, for you to make the points go it was a lot of dribble drive, and then you scored a few in transition. Yep, that's that's just it. It's just the ball movement that we're really struggling with. We we've implemented a couple offenses to take care of that zone, and they just we just didn't run them efficiently at all. And then of course we'd stop our stop our swings, and then just that was it. Post guy would be wide open, we wouldn't see it, or we'd get it to him, and then we have guys on the backside who just we didn't see, we didn't get to him, and then we'd turn the ball over. So. That between not putting the ball in the hoop and turnovers, we're just we're just kind of behind the eight ball right now. What about the fouls? Uh, some of them, I, I don't want to pick on the kids. I know I use mm-hmm. the word undisciplined because yep. sometimes, you know, you have a third foul and it's a blatant over the back or something like that, and you don't have a ton of depth that you feel comfortable going to the bench with. So I guess maybe that's a mental part of it. How do you stay aggressive but yet keep the kids out of foul trouble? Yeah, that's something that we've worked on. Um, We've really, I right now we've got to get bored. So I've told the kids go, mm-hmm. go after it, and that's where some of those undisciplined over the back calls will come from, is because we're just not getting position, and then we jump, and we just we're not we're not in the right spot at the right time, and uh, that's where we're just hurting ourselves in many different ways. So we're really working on, on trying to find the guys, put a body on them, make sure that we're in the position, and then go for it, and we're just. It's just some that we're 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 our playing time for every one of these players except for my couple seniors. We're just we just don't have a lot of experience out there, and I think that's where a lot of that's coming from. Romero, kid should be getting ten rebounds a game, but yeah, he just doesn't move his feet on defense. He doesn't find this find his guy and and uh, box out. So he's just. Is just foul after foul for that kid. Well, we'll try and uh, try and get that taken care of here because you're going to get a lot because the weird thing, you guys got a double whammy with the weather last month, so you have to reschedule a couple games. Yep. Monday is when you do it here over the next couple of weeks. You are going to play a lot of basketball here <laughs> in the next, uh, especially after this weekend. You're going to have, what, six and ten days or five and eight days, however yeah. you want to categorize it. You're going to get a lot of them at home, but uh, – the, the the season, if you can catch it, if you find some momentum, find what you've been talking about, yep. find what you're looking for, boy, you can go on a run in a hurry. Exactly. And if you don't, it can go the other way. So talk about this stretch. That's, that's the one thing that I've told these boys. I'm like, every every game we play is a winnable game for us. We just have to put it together. And right now we're definitely not we're not clicking on all cylinders by, by any stretch. Uh, yeah, we go. We have a lot of ball games here in a short period of time. Uh, but I think that will really help us out. We, we, we play uh, Lawrence Nelson, I think, next Monday. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be another test for us. they got a big guy that will match up with our big guy a little bit, and we'll see what he can do. Um, then we kind of go into the Ravenna and Wood Rivers and, and uh, Red Clouds. And, and, again, all games that we should, we should uh, have a good chance. Uh, 
if we can just put the ball on the hoop. Well, uh, also, with that being said, sorry, uh, you know, the only bad thing is to it, we only get about a handful of practice days too, so we can't mm-hmm. really implement a whole lot either. So it's going to be a fun stretch. It'll be it'll be a difficult stretch, but I think it'll be good for the, for the team. You guys get to hang out a lot. No, we're gonna get to, <laughs> we're gonna be together for a lot. Seth, hey, thanks hey, for the thank time, man. Much. Best of luck this it. month. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take Dave. care. You too. That is going to wrap things up. Uh, Shelton coach Seth Jensen, they come up on the short end tonight, and as we said, they go to Dashler Friday, and then Monday, Lawrence Nelson, and Tuesday, Arcadia Loop City come in to action here. We will uh, wrap it up and tell you that the final score, by the way, was York 65-54 over Gretna tonight, so we already knew they were falling from the number one spot in the all-class rankings. Now uh, they may be falling deep down in Class B. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The final score in the girls game, it was Gibbon 49, Shelton 27, and in the boys, Gibbon 61 and Shelton 42. We will see you again on Friday night, Kearney Catholic and Grand Island Central Catholic here on Classic Hits. Until then, Doug Duda saying goodnight, everyone. The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.